Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend, where we tell how we met our best friend, the Holy Spirit, the stories of how he meets us in our everyday lives, and how you can meet him too. I don't know why we're playing Mama Head Up High. Where, where is this new idea coming in from? Mama, I mean, you have this music in your head. Where did you hear this from? I think it's left over from workout class this morning. I don't know. Who, what, who, who plays this song? Velvet Underground. And what's he saying? Uh, Mama told me, hold your head up high. I just like it, man. It's, like, it's, it's a good jam. Man, this is like DJing right here, man. <laughs> Starting off with that song. Yeah, we're getting ready to start, and Ron says, this song's in my head. Yeah. I got to play it. I yeah. said, what is it about? I can't get it out of my head. I don't know. It's, Mama told me, Mama keep your head Mama told me. Keep your head up. Well, anyway, I thought it was the Rolling Stones. It's Velvet Underground. Yeah, keep your head up high. This is what I kept my head up high yesterday when I was going over the Hampton Boulevard Bridge, <laughs> and I ended up going too fast, and I saw the cop right ahead oh, of me. Oh. And when you pass the cop, you because know, they're, they're they're doing all these you know radars, I kept my head up high because I was saying, I was, it was, it was, are those lights going to cut on? Uh, but I was uh, everything was okay. well. That's right in our that's right in our wheelhouse, man. Why? Did, it, did it make you anxious when you uh, saw that? Yeah, yeah, yes, because I heart rate go up. Yeah, did you know the story? You, uh, the story, <laughs> I, I'm, you know the story, but I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. Remember when I went? It was a couple Super Bowls ago, three, four Super Bowls ago, and I went to go get some food at the restaurant to bring it for the. I had a Super Bowl party here. Yeah. Do you remember what happened? No, I don't remember. Yes, you do remember. Because, when you tell me, I'll remember. Okay. Okay, and and I got a ticket. Oh, I do remember. Okay, yeah. I get a ticket, and what was the? Pro- oh, I got a ticket the day before or the week before too. The same place. I didn't make the stop sign. I stopped. At, I didn't stop at the stop sign. And you didn't have your wallet. I didn't. Have, whatever it was, yeah. And I, I and I said, man, I can't tell my wife. She's going to be really mad. Do you remember that? Oh, oh my god! Yes, Thank I did. God I've told her. Since. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I if said, you're telling her right now, it's a bad move. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. And so I, I had the anxiety of like going, oh crap, man, I cannot believe that because she thinks I'm a bad driver. She always says I drive like I'm in Greece. <laughs> And I've never lived in Greece. I've been to Greece, but I've never lived in Greece. Well, I've been with you in Greece, and you... I can re- resort to that kind of driving. <laughs> you dream. We parked... Where, where do we usually park? On the what? On the on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. You Greeks. That's right. Like, it, it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. You drive on the sidewalks, too. Mama told me not to uh, keep so my head hold, up high. Hold your head up high. So I don't yeah. know where, where the ticket came in, but that's... Anyway. Well, it made you anxious. I want to talk about anxiety. I'm, I'm talking... Ooh, I'm seeing more anxiety. and more people who are dealing with anxiety this is anxious hey ron i was listening to the radio today about kids and anxiety with the masks and all that mm-hmm. there is really an issue oh, yeah. with it i mean it's i i'm not familiar with it as much right. i don't think and it is a big deal mm-hmm. there's a big deal with anxiety yeah. i do you know i mean you i'm sure you know more about it than i do mm. with counseling and talking to people and all that oh it's an epidemic i mean you got a pandemic that's that's spawning epidemics and you've got people who are, who are already anxious, but now they've, you know, kind of been given focus. Give me the definition, because I'm really ignorant with this. Give me your definition of anxiety. You did this to me last episode. You got, well, am I the definition guy? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, listen, was it anxiety when I was going over the uh, Hampton Boulevard Bridge and I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a ticket. Oh my God, I'm looking, keeping my head up high, looking if the lights are going to cut on. Was it anxiety when I got the second ticket in, in two weeks and saying, oh my God, you know. Yeah. Well, you, maybe it's one of those things like you might not be able to define it very well, but you know what it feels like. 
for sure. Yeah, it's a panic to y- me. Yeah, panic, anxiety. Well, they, 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 people who have like high anxiety talk about panic attacks. Have you ever had a panic attack? I, I don't remember any. Oh, you'd remember, dude, because you feel like you're dying. Like your heart, your heart really? rate just nails, uh, you know, high. You you can't you can't slow it down. Your mind goes a million miles an hour, and it's like you you feel like you're dying. And it's like wow, it's a horrible horrible feeling and there are a wow. lot there are a lot of people who are dealing with it so you know there's a manageable that that's the manageable amount of anxiety okay you got a second ticket that's anxiety though yeah but imagine that that just you got stuck so you looked up into the mirror you saw the cop you held your head up high and you went oh i wonder if those lights are going to come on okay the lights come on now your heart rate goes yeah. up even more. No, farther. I know exactly. The f- you're telling that's anxiety? Yeah, that's anxiety. Now, oh now imagine this. I know that feeling. The then. feeling you have? Now imagine it doesn't go away for an hour. Oh. For four I, hours. I cannot imagine that. For 24 hours. Just doesn't stop. Now, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. This is, like, it's that intense and oh, it doesn't stop. I, I don't know how you live through that. Are you being, you're telling me the same anxiety that i would get as the cops yes with the lights you're talking 24 hours yeah no, that, I, that, that, that might be you know more than that oh my gosh you wonder why people have to get medicated to bring them back down because it, you i don't know you can't think you god can't talk him. to it god bless them i don't know look can you can't have a conversation with someone who's anxious have you ever sit down with someone that's just you you know while you're trying to talk to them, that they're anxious about something else. Yes, I've had employees that uh, they have been very anxious in the conversations that have been tough. Right. And I usually tone it real down and calm because I can see the anxiety they're having. Right. And I don't understand, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Well, I, I have, as we talk about, and I don't like to talk about it all the time, but I have experience with depression more than anxiety, but anxiety and depression are are, uh, are uh, evil twins. They feed off of each other because the depression makes you anxious that you're that you're never gonna not be depressed, which drives you up into anxiety. You live in anxiety for a while, and then I think it kind of wears you down, and then you get depressed, and you you ride this sine wave of depression anxiety. If it goes fast enough, it's called uh, bipolar and the bipolar that's bouncing back and forth between high anxiety and low depression is just a deadly deadly combination and it wears you out and you know I would wake up in the middle of the night during my 13 years in the in the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death and soaking the she- I have soaked the sheets through many nights oh my gosh. with just and, and, it, and it's weird, the weird thing about this displaced anxiety is that exactly that is displaced it's not attached to anything there's no there's no police car there's no lights coming on in your rear view mirror you're just it, it just comes it's it just there. oh my gosh it's displaced and it's scary scary why are we talking about how this come up uh, i'm just feeling like I, look i'm hearing more and more stories about this and i'm and i want to address it and and I want our best friend to help us address it. Oh, this is going to be interesting here. Because yeah, well, does it does it make you anxious that we didn't know where we were no, going when we started? No, yeah, I'm sitting there. Well, see, I don't want I don't want to even uh, listen. I'm sure I've had when you just told me 24 hours, dude. I'm sure I've been anxious in my life, worried about whatever happening. I'm mean, yes, but you're talking about an hour of heart rate increase, uh, 12 hours a day. 
I, I, I can't even relate here. And Oh, I've seen you pretty anxious. You have? Oh, yeah. I mean, when, the, when you did the, when you went for everything and, and redid the restaurant and you, um, you had everything on the line. Yes. It was like, okay, the, the restaurant's going to go or not if I do this renovation. And I, you know, this is several years ago now, but if, if this is going to, if this doesn't work, you're out of business. Yeah. And this is the only thing you've done. So what did you see in me? Well, what I saw in you is this, this high anxiety. You, you tell me, listen, you would be up in the night. Do you, maybe yeah. you don't want to talk about this, but you, you would tell me about being up in the night or not being able to sleep and, um, oh you know, and having to take a drink. Now, should I say that? I mean, is that, yeah, that's is that okay? That's fine. I mean, because you don't, this is the thing, like you, you do not drink alcohol at all. No. You never have really. No. Um, but you would tell me that you were taking a drink. It actually worried me. Um, See how you've, I, I'm so bad of remembering things, but I do remember that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. That was anxiety, brother. That's what that was. So you wake up in the middle of the night, you can't sleep, and your mind's racing. It won't stop. You're worrying. Uh, you can't calm down. You wake up in the morning, you go to work. You're you're not happy. You're not. Well, you're worn out. You're worn out, yeah. No rest. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, forgive me. I have experiencing that. <laughs> I've experienced anxiety. Well, I'm sure that there's nobody listening that would not have some kind of story. No, of course. Like that. I mean, if you have kids, <laughs> you've been anxious. Absolutely. If you have a job, you've been anxious. Yes. Uh, if you've driven in Hampton Roads, you've been anxious. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, a, a saying, a saying that I heard from again from our mentor is, is he would say this: It's okay to see a lion, and get anxious but it's not okay to get anxious and go looking for a lion you you see what he's saying like okay there are things that okay there's a proper response to your world the 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 reality of your world um you see a lion you you should get anxious i mean if he's not in a cage it, it should make you anxious but it's not okay to get anxious and then go i'm gonna go find out a reason I'm going to, I'm going to go get something to go with my anxiety. And I think that's, this is the difference between having the best friend of the Holy Spirit, um, and not, you, you follow what I'm saying so far? You understand? Yes, I am, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm on pins and needles. Go ahead. Well, because this is, again, tell me what, tell me where the Holy Spirit is in our anxiety here. Well, this is what I believe he said to me. And one of the reasons that led to, to doing this episode today, I think he, he spoke to me that, People who do not know him, the Holy Spirit, do not know the Holy Spirit. They they get anxious when they look at the truth. Uh, when they look at the truth of their situation, because you really are all alone, and you do not have anybody inside there to help you. Oh, that's great. Okay. And when you look at the truth of that situation, it should make you anxious. That's I, great. I think people who don't know him should be more anxious than they probably are. But the opposite is true for people who do know him. All right. Tell me that. Well, if you know the Holy Spirit, the reason that you're anxious is that you don't see the truth of your situation. You see the, 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 the two sides of it? Don't, don't know him. Don't know him. I'm anxious because I do see the truth. Do know him. I'm anxious because I don't see the truth. I don't believe he's capable. 
I don't oh, believe he goodness. can. I don't believe I can trust him. Why were you anxious about the restaurant? Because all my own will. It was fully me. It was all rested on me. And this is, I'm confessing here. Uh, there wasn't much of the Lord in there. There wasn't much of me speaking to the Lord till it broke me and and I just had to give it up and just kind of go um, till I said, uh, okay, I can't do this anymore and I gave it to the Lord and then and I start speaking to the Holy Spirit and just saying whatever happens, happens and I'm going to rest. And We've talked about the, the feeling of rest and all that. But when you feel that you're alone – when when I when I get most anxiety is when I'm going to fix it myself and mm. not have a helper or hear anybody else. You could tell me whatever you want to tell me. You can give me the best advice. I can talk to any financial, whatever. doesn't matter. I, when I leave that, the voice is gone. It's in my mind. Mm. So usually my biggest anxiety is when I'm trying to fix it myself or not talking Ooh. to the spirit. Okay, whoa, 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 you just made... Okay, so there, there it is. There's another thing about the truth of the, of the non-believer and, uh, or the, non, the person who doesn't know the Holy Spirit. Here's, here's the truth. You're looking at your own resources and you know you don't have what it takes. That's right. Oh, that's absolutely. You just, you just look at it and you go, oh, I know I don't have what it takes. And, and then, like, this used to make me really anxious in counseling if I, now that I'm thinking about it. It's like I would sit with people in really, really hard, hard places and they would tell me things that are just terrible. And I would sit there and go, hey, what do I have to say to this? I have nothing to say to this. I feel completely inadequate for what I just heard. And I've heard some really hard things. And I bet that people listening to this, like if you don't have anxiety, people will gladly give you theirs. Yeah. They'll share it with you. Sure. And then, and then what does that do? It infects you. No, I know. Because if you don't start looking for a resource beyond ron or nick you're you run out really quick i mean i run out really quick i don't just run out of reason i run out of patience for it like hey look and i i give you my best advice hey just you know come back come back later i've given you everything i got and it used to make me so so, so what's, anxious. what's changed i don't rely on me anymore i absolutely don't i, I don't think that i help people anymore i know that i don't help people and I'm okay with that. And I'm so much less. And that's just life. I, I'm right now. I sit as I sit here right now. I go, okay. Am I trusting in me to get it done? It, it, whatever it is. Am I trusting in Ron and what Ron has? Ron's bank account. Ron's mm -hmm. uh, patience. Ron's you know, love. I've found the limits of all that stuff, and I know that I don't have enough in the tank. And so when I gave up that and rested and said, okay, is there a person that you can invite into your life that has the resources that, and is willing to give them to you yeah. to, get, to get you where you need to go? Yeah, here's the thing. I've done, I, 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 I'm, boy, so I'm just going to say it again. Uh, I was wrong with what my first statement was about not understanding about uh, anxiety. I do have anxiety, okay? So let me just say this, though. Hey, here's here's something that just is occurring to me. Uh, I've I have sought the answer, which is the Holy Spirit inside me, for relief and, and and guidance, and He has given me that guidance, okay, and and given me that rest and taken some of that anxiety, if not totally that anxiety, away. Here's the funny part. 
listen, this might not be you, but it's me. And, and it's been answered, right? It's like, oh, wow, I should have done this a long time ago, Holy Spirit. I can't believe it. Oh, thank you. What, what, it's right in front of me. It's right inside of me. You're right there for me. You're speaking to me. You've given me rest. And then the next anxiety comes. And it's like <laughs> I have to go through the freaking process again. Yes. You know? Yes. When it's already been, he already showed me that, hey, just come to me. I'll give you things that you didn't even think about, mm. rest that you never even knew about, right. and yet I have to go through that certain amount of anxiety to figure it out again. Mm. How about that? Does that ever happen to you? Well, That's our what life. Have, what right? I've been talking about with you for the last week, right. about I, right. I'm anxious about yeah. what's coming next in my life and what uh, I'm supposed to do, and, and, and are you... Wow. And, and where am I looking? So look, oh, here's what's cool. So let's think about it like this. What if anxiety is actually the enemy's, the enemy's weapon against you to, to make you worry and to, and to really drive you up into that uh, panic attack? But if it turns over and you go, oh, if you just go, oh, I give in. I don't have the resources. Immediately you have access to the Holy Spirit ac- uh, uh, resources. What if it drives you to him? I don't think people realize this. Like depression, anxiety drove me to him. Oh, my goodness. It, it, it drove <laughs> me to him because I got so anxious that I go, okay, I can't live like this. I'm not going to survive. If I keep looking at me, I won't. I have, I, and it took, see, I'm hard-headed. So it took a long time and a lot of anxiety and depression to finally give in and go, okay, I need a person. I need a person who has resources that I don't have and, and and we went through a door called Christianity, and we were told that it was a personal relationship with Christ. That's what we were told. We went through the door, and we came in there on the other side, and we went, oh, where's the person? Where is he? And we talked about everything. We talked about the Bible. We talked about works of service. We talked about evangelism. We talked about generosity. We talked about tithing. We talked about, when did we ever talk about the Holy Spirit? When did we ever say, oh, I really need a person? Gosh. Who will tell me in the middle, and this is, I'm just giving I, my testimony. I, I, <laughs> in the middle of the night, yep. I, I have met him in yes. the middle of the night, yes. and he has told me we're okay. Yes. And, I, and I, that's kind of unshakable, man. But what's funny about what you just said is I, I say that thing like so flippantly, it's unshakable, you know, I know him, but I'm, I'm anxious no, I know when I look at what's coming in my life in the next couple of months and, you know, no, I know that. Listen, exactly. You you are anxious with that. Yeah, we had that conversation yesterday. Yeah, but I gotta let the Holy Spirit do his jujitsu thing, where the enemy comes at me with anxiety, and I just give it to the Holy Spirit, and he just flips it over, and he goes, "Okay, every time that happens, just just ask me, and I'll tell you again. I have it. I have it. And that's the only way that you know. I don't think you get over anxiety by looking in your own resources." I don't think it's possible. I think you have to get over it by having a person in your life who's absolutely calm and unflappable and unmovable. Let's say the Holy Spirit ain't getting anxious about anything. And he and he's right there next to you. Inside you. Inside you. He's right there. Yeah. You know you don't even have to make a call or pick up your cell. Right. How stupid is it that we don't? It's like having yeah, it Clark, is stupid, Clark Kent on the yeah, bus so that's stupid. got a flat tire so and saying, <laughs> "I'll fix it myself." Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I think I've suffered a heck of a lot more than I've needed to suffer in my life, mm. and hopefully, maybe 
this resonates with some people. Maybe they don't have to suffer as much with their anxiety. Yeah. And they can go to the living God inside of them. So let's just, you know, you prayed that we did an episode and you just prayed at the end of it. Yeah. I, I think we should pray. Go, baby. For, for, because those are a couple of people who are really on my heart. And I'm serious. Like, I've got their, I got their image in my head right now. So, Holy Spirit, um, I, I just pray that you would come and meet the people who are listening to this who are suffering, I mean really suffering from anxiety. Yes, Jesus. And, and Holy Spirit, would you just say that thing to them that you said to me? Say, I have it. Say, I'm here. Let them know that it's true. Let them know that everything that Jesus did was so that you, they could have a person living inside of them that could deal with any anxiousness, any anxiety, and give them peace and rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's try that one more time. Okay. Take 10. Thanks for joining us today on Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we hope to see you or you listen to us or tune in next week. Yeah, and if you see us, that'll be amazing. I don't know how you see us on a podcast, but if you want more information, you could actually see us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com.